Check, check. There we go. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. A new way of radio and the beginning of a new talent. Moncoradio.com, where music and minds meet. Tonight is our opening night of the KISS concerts. There's going to be a gigantic crowd, so come early and get yourself a good spot. Come and see on stage Peter, Ace, Gene, and Paul live on our stage. Come see KISS tonight. KISS tonight. KISS tonight. KISS tonight. You wanted the best and you got it. Kiss Army, we are here at the Sherman Theater tonight for a live 75. I'm in the lobby. I'm hanging out with all the coolest Kiss Army members. With me first, I got Kevin and Joey. It's the Munster and the Jamster, right? Guys, welcome to the Kiss Room. Welcome. Thank you very much, you very man. Much. We're Not honored to be here, man. First of all, honored to be with you. And I'll tell you what, if you're a Kiss fan, if you've never seen Kiss before, you want to see the best Kiss tribute band of all time. Come on down to the Sherman Theater right now and rock and roll all night and party every day because these guys are awesome. You know, we're really getting ready. We were here during the sound check. We also heard Judas Priestess. They are the only all-female Judas Priest tribute band tearing it up in the sound check. It's going to be amazing. So we have a great night planned. But really what I want to do is talk to all the KISS Army coming in through the door right now. And I have a question for you. Obviously, they announced the last show, July 2021. So putting you on the spot, think about this. What are your favorite KISS memories from over the years? That's a tough one. It's wide open. Give me... Don't think about it. Give me right off the top of your head. Man, the best memory's got to be, what was the tour? It was uh, Asylum Tour. Right. Netherlands. I think it was like April or something like that. They turned around. They came on. They said, you asked for the best. You got the best. And they drop. And you hear nothing. Right. No, all of a sudden, Eric Clark. Bang. <laughs> drum solo. <laughs> yeah, a 10-minute drum solo. In the middle of the Woo. drum solo, you hear... They go right into Detroit Rock. Like, they didn't miss a beat, but Eric just took it over like, oh, ish, there's no sound. Right on the money. And, and it was the best. Like, you know, when you look at Eric Carr, he, he was the best replacement ever. You know what? Peter, Chris, and Eric Carr, two different type of drummers. Right. But they both were the best. Right there. That's a good one. What do you think, Joey Jams? Well, favorite well, memories? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I have a lot of Kiss memories, man. It's like hard to... Nailed down one, but I'll tell you one time, I was actually at the Stone Pony in Asbury Park. Go figure, Kiss play in there? Yes, they did play right. there. Oh, man, this is so long ago. They're doing a uh, uh, um, thing for for Trish Rollo, who's a 10-year-old girl who had who had cancer. Um, Sandy Saray was playing there. There's um, guys from the Deep Purple who were there, this and that. I didn't have a ticket. I just went there, hanging out at a bar. Next thing you know... This guy come, who I play baseball with comes walking into the bar. I'm like, man, you wouldn't have an extra ticket, would you? <laughs> he goes, my girlfriend couldn't make it today. Yeah, I have one extra ticket. 
bada bing, bada boom. The guys who I came with, he didn't have a ticket. I'll find a ride home later, whatever. So I'm sitting out on the outside, though, and we, we see a Bronco pulls up. Here's Bruce Kulik and, and Eric Carr getting out in a Bronco. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, a limo pulls up, and here's Gina Paul, of course, you know. <laughs> so anyway, we're sitting at the bar, we're hanging out, and my friend who got in before me got a sticker on his leg from, from this guy. He goes, hey, I do the lighting in here, man. You know, if you guys want to go in there, you go, go see him warm up, this and that. Him and his girlfriend got this sticker. Went inside, seen him warm up. I'm like, I'm, I'm so jealous. It was ridiculous. Wow. Ridiculous. Now I'm hanging out at the bar. A couple of hours go by. I saw this girl, Darlene. I go, hey, Darlene, you don't need that sticker on your leg no more, do you? She goes, oh, actually, what happened was this. The guy who, did, who gave her the sticker says to me, you know, your friends could go backstage with that. I go, really? So, okay. So I went, hey, Darlene, you don't, you don't need a sticker, do you? <laughs> you don't need a sticker, do you? And she goes, what do you need it for? I said, I want to try to impress these girls over there. So, okay. She gives me the sticker. I go walking backstage. The, 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 the bodyguard, uh, the, the security stops me. I, I point down to my leg, right this way, sir. Nice. I go, walk, I go walking back. I'm, oh, my God. So I have to go tell my buddy Peter. He, he has a sticker, too. I go walking back out. All the girls looking at for Gina Paul. Ladies, it's me, you know. <laughs> now I call this my Gene Simmons big ZD story. I tell my buddy Pete. I go, yo, Pete, listen. You don't know how the power that we have right now. Because what are you talking about? I said, follow me, bro. So we both have these stickers on our legs. We go walking. We show them. They let us backstage. Now we're drunk. We're all fucked up. And, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're all messed up. And all of a sudden, we start eating big ziti. And I swear on my mother's grave, I'm sitting there with my head down, eating big ziti. And somebody comes right next to me and goes, how you doing? I go, what's up? Gene Simmons <laughs> is right next to me. I go, oh, my God. Next thing you know, we go back out. I'm at the Stone Freaking Pony, and Kiss is playing. Go right out there. They come out with Black Diamond, and I'll tell you what, man. And let me tell you another thing. And this is for this girl named Trish Rallo, a 10-year-old girl who had cancer. I'm also I'm getting choked up. I'm also. I'm sorry, bro. Look at you. You're doing good. I'm also a cancer survivor, and Kiss has helped me a lot. I mean, their music is awesome. There's been times. When I couldn't deal with, uh, you know, it sucked, and all of a sudden I couldn't move out of bed, and all of a sudden I hear shout it, shout it, but my foot starts tapping, and it's all rock and roll, it's all good. And I'm here tonight at the Sherman Theater to see Alive 75, rock and roll all night, party every day. Matt Porter, you're awesome. Wow, now that's how you start the Kiss Room. Guys, thanks a million. We are getting ready. You're in the Kiss Room.
and we are back in the Kiss Room. I am with Happy Hawthorne from New Jersey, right? Opening mm -hmm. the show tonight. Everybody go around and introduce yourself so the listeners know whose voice they're hearing here in the Kiss Room. Hi, I'm Stephen Hawthorne, and I'm the lead singer and rhythm guitarist in the band. Hey, uh, I'm Chris, and I'm the bass. Hey, I'm Ben, I play the drums. And I'm AJ, and I play lead guitar. Fantastic. So you guys must be excited, obviously, opening tonight. we got a Live 75 coming up. You can see there's a lot of KISS Army in the room. What can people expect if they check out your band? Um, you know, we really try not to put a label like uh, on our uh, sound. We kind of just like kind of like create whatever we're feeling at the time. So you really can't expect like really anything. So you're just kind of going along for the ride and, you know, seeing where uh, everything goes. Fantastic. You know? So what kind of influences? I mean, what would be your influence as far as the sound, the band? Honestly, like our influences are so different with each band member. Like I'm more of a pop punk kind of guy. Um, Ben's more like a Slayer kind of kid. And uh, AJ, well, actually, I, I, I come from that. a very like a hardcore, aggressive punk background. Yeah. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm all over the place. Definitely. How about you, Chris? I'm everything, man. Oh, I yeah. played everything from jazz to pop punk. So definitely, like, yeah, I have a very like diverse like kind of like genre of like music that I listen to. Like, I don't really like to just listen to one. I like to take everything from like bits and pieces from other genres of music and like try to make something new out of that and like something like people just won't expect, you know. Fantastic. Sounds great. So we're in for a treat tonight. You guys are opening. If people want to follow you, what are your socials? Uh, you can follow us at happy.hawthorne.com on Instagram. And on Facebook, just type in Happy Hawthorne, and we should be the first. Uh, I think we're the only Happy yeah. Hawthorne. That's yeah, yeah definitely. I, don't, yeah, I haven't ran into any other Happy Hawthorns on the Internet yet. That's, you know, in the age of Google, if you have the same band name as somebody else, you're not trying hard. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Now, so how long have you been together? Um, well... This band has actually been, uh, like I started like seven years ago, and like band members have come and gone, so this is like the fairly new version of Happy Hawthorne. So yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I like it. We've I actually, like it. Yeah, we've been playing for like maybe together, uh, like maybe like uh, four months. Since, yeah, since yeah. July. Yeah, definitely. So like we're, we're still like learning each other's like, like, uh, like pocket and like playing together and stuff like that, but everything's going really well so far. Yeah, for, for as young as we are together as a band, we really do write and play very well together. It's, it's just kind of yeah. goes to show you we have really good chemistry, so this band's going to be going somewhere. So yeah. what are the plans for 2020? We're looking ahead. Uh, we are recently trying to finish our album. Uh, we just got to finish writing some new songs. And uh, we actually have are planning to release uh, our new single, Poncho. That's currently in the works right now. But expect to see that on uh, Spotify and every like music platform out there. Probably by the end of the winter. Yeah, yeah, probably by the end of the winter or something like that. So. so do you have a song recorded that we can go to right now? Yes, you can actually go on SoundCloud. We have uh, an older EP that we recorded like, like a year or two ago. All right, so here's your chance to get a worldwide audience demo intro the song right now and it's going to go live tell me what it is so i'm aj with happy hawthorne and here's jerry Side by side Just stop. 
here in the kiss room that was just happy hawthorne they're going to be opening the show that was their, their single denise bertola welcome to the kiss room how are you i'm doing very well how are you matt i'm fantastic we got all the kiss army loading in here to the sherman theater we're here tonight with alive 75 we've got judas priestess coming up i'm putting everybody on the spot obviously kiss has announced the last show mm -hmm. july 2021 i'm putting everybody on the spot Give me your favorite KISS memory. Right off the top of your head, don't overthink it. Okay, well, actually, that's going to be an easy one. This past March, I got to do a meet and greet with them at Madison Square Garden. That has been my lifelong dream, and it finally came true. Okay, walk us through it. Tell us every detail. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, let's see. From me being nervous and uh, <laughs> shaking in the knees, I had actually met Paul Stanley numerous times before that, but um, seeing them in that room... Waiting to meet them, I just was like, I can't believe this is actually happening. And um, so I actually have a Paul Stanley tattoo shrine on my shoulder. And um, <laughs> when he saw it, he's seen it before, but it had some additions to it. And he was like, wow, this is very cool. And for Gene to even say that it was cool, that was just, it was right. just a total dream. Just to see them for those few seconds, it just made everything worth it. Isn't it amazing when you, you know, obviously we've all seen them with and without the makeup, mm -hmm. but when you walk up to them and they're in the costumes and the makeup, it's still mind-blowing. Yes, really mind-blowing. It really, it never ends, you know, that magic of them in the costumes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and I've met them outside of their rock star persona and um, to see them like that, li larger than life, it just blew my mind. And I also was three rows from the stage that night, so that was just the <laughs> ultimate. You know, I think that's the funny thing. That's what really has caused them to last so long, even though we know what they look like without the makeup. When you see them in the makeup, it's still magic. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I have tickets for the next couple of shows in 2020, and definitely will be there for that last one. That's going to be great. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us in the Kiss Room. Denise, have a great night. Thanks, Matt. You're in the Kiss Room.
here in the Kiss Room. We're in the lobby of the, of the Sherman Theater waiting for Alive 75. I'm here with Brian Matus, official photographer of Alive 75. If you've seen a picture of Alive 75, you've probably seen his work. Brian, welcome to the Kiss Room. Hi, how are you doing? Thanks so, for having me. So how did you get involved with this circus? These guys are the greatest and you take the best pictures. It's, uh, it was really an off-the-cuff thing. I actually reach, I live on Long Island and I reached out to them when they were playing a show on Long Island uh, through the website. 
uh, through the Facebook page rather, and um, they got in touch with me and said, oh, hey, you know, we have a show coming up. Uh, are you available? Whatever. I said, yeah, sure. And so literally just went down to the venue, met them for the first time, and kind of ran through. The, oh, first off, he sends me, like, uh, no joke, a six-page script <laughs> of, like, their stage choreography. Uh, from Anthony DeLucia, correct? Yes. Yes, Anthony is very organized. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Literally, like, a six-page PDF with all of their stage choreography, song by song, breakdown, right? So I'm, I'm studying, like, it's finals, you know? It's like... <laughs> and... Um, so I get there, and he goes, he goes, oh, and there's one more thing. He goes, um, in all the years that we're doing this, he goes, no one has ever been able to get a shot of me jumping at the beginning of Cold Gin. He goes, you know, if, if you try and get that shot, that would be great. I was like, challenge accepted, right? So I'm like all set up, whatever, right? And so goes into Cold Gin. Of course, I know all the songs. Like, like the band, I grew up from the 70s as a Kiss sure. fan, you know? So... He goes into it, right? I'm all set up, whatever. End of the set, I go backstage. I'm not, I'm not there 10 seconds. Anthony's like, so did you get the shot? I already had it queued up on my camera because I knew he was going to ask. Right? I, go, I just showed him. He's like, that's pretty good. That's and, the shot. And I've been working with them ever since, probably, I don't know, four or five years now. Now, see, that's one question I have. Having seen a lot of your shots, your timing is amazing. How do you get that, like, exact shot? Are you shooting a ton, or is it you just have the exact right timing, or what is it? It's uh, a bit of a combination. I, um, I used to sing for bands. And also, I, like I said, grew up as a KISS fan, so I know the songs. Right. So I know, to an extent, I know when stuff is kind of going to happen. And, uh, and also, I have like, some cues from the band, like, you know, uh, beginning of the song, we're going to do this. End of the song, we're going to do this, whatever. So I have like, a little bit of setup, but not like split second. Right. That, I think, comes in from having performed in bands and also having shot countless bands I, I can't even tell you how many bands I've shot since like 2012 so um, so a lot of it is like the same kind of timing that a musician has on stage right. I have that kind of timing just in me so it enables me to get shots be and yes I will like I'll shoot off a couple of frames but yeah I might shoot off like three or five frames not like 20 you know <laughs> right but uh, yeah a lot of it is just having that timing that sense of timing that comes from being in bands and knowing the music so now obviously we broadcast from Montgomery County Community College what advice would you give to students who want to be photographers honestly the most important thing is to learn the principles of photography um, it's at the point now where the technology is getting better, like even in 2012, the technology was pretty good and it's nowhere near where it is now. Right. But, um, but knowing the principles of technology, of knowing how the camera captures the image, knowing um, the exposure triangle, you could Google that. Um, <laughs> Knowing, you know, I don't want to turn it into a photography symposium, <laughs> but, you know, just knowing the principles of photography, knowing composition, knowing how, um, knowing the importance of really the exposure um, enables you to get shots that you wouldn't normally be able to get because you're dealing with a, situ a scenario where the 
color and the intensity of the lighting is constantly changing. Right. It's the one thing that probably makes concert photography more challenging almost than anything. Um, sports photography is close because people are kind of running around unpredictably, but the lighting is at least constant. Um, once you're dealing with a band on stage, you're dealing with four or five guys running around and the light is constantly changing, like I said, in intensity and color. So I'm constantly making micro adjustments on my camera to compensate for that, to compensate for the exposure. And if you don't have the, the really the fundamentals down, you're, you're gonna be lost. You're, you're not gonna get the shots that you thought you were gonna get or you hope you were gonna get because the exposure is not going to be there. Great advice to everybody out there who's listening. Now, obviously, you mentioned not only are you the official photographer of Live 75, but you're also a KISS fan. The end is near. Everybody's thinking about the end of the road. 2021, they've announced the final date. Favorite KISS memory. I'm putting you on the spot right this second. Wow. Okay. Um, first time I saw KISS live was with Ted Nugent opening at Nassau Coliseum. I want to say might have been the Crazy Nights tour. Yes, yes, indeed. And uh, I, but I know it was uh, Ted Nugent's "If You Can't Lick 'Em, Lick 'Em" tour. Uh, amazing show. Just like again, having grown up as a Kiss fan from when I was a little kid, but never really being able to go to the shows, and then as a teenager, finally being able to see them live it was just remarkable. It's like nothing else. Fantastic. Well, Brian, thanks for joining us in the Kiss Room. You're in the Kiss Room, live from the Sherman Theater with a live 75.
And we are back here in the KISS room. We are in the Sherman Theater lobby talking to all the KISS Army. I'm here right now with Steve from Potter Than Hell. Steve, how are you? I'm great, Matt. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. So, look, obviously my listeners know you from Potter Than Hell. If they don't, talk about Potter Than Hell and let them in on it. We are the Potter Than Hell podcast. We're a hard rock and metal podcast. We make sure that we incorporate KISS into every show one way or another. And uh, we just have a great time doing it. We're... Probably about 140 episodes in, and we have a great time every week. Give a shout-out to all the Potter Than Hell crew. Uh, my co-host is BC. He's been there from the beginning. Um, BB is our other co-host. And uh, my son Dylan, he's our actually fourth co-host, and he does all the editing and everything. And he's the rock that makes us roll. And you guys, it's a great, fun podcast. If people don't know where it is, where are the socials? How do we find it? You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. If you listen to Matt on the, on the Kiss Room here, you can find the Potter Than Hell podcast on there also. You know, it's nice. Pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find all the good, good podcasts. So now, look, I've been putting everybody on the spot. Obviously, Kiss has announced the final date, 2021. We don't know really where it is yet, but I'm putting everybody on the spot favorite kiss memory don't put a lot of thought into it just boom top of your head my favorite kiss memory is probably my first kiss memory um going into i was out hanging out with one of my buddies and went into his uh brother's bedroom snooping in there going through the albums and i came across destroyer i was like whoa what is this and then we put it on and um you know of course detroit rock city first which is absolutely my all-time favorite kiss song and um we put it on and it came on, you get all the stuff in the beginning, and then the music came on. I was like, holy crap, like, wow, <laughs> crazy. And then the crazy thing is his brother busts in the room. What the hell are you guys doing here? And You're I'm caught like, busted. Yeah, and I'm thinking he's going to beat the crap out of us. And he goes, oh. He goes, you like that? And I'm like, it's great. And he goes, okay, I'll make a copy of it for you. Look at that. So I'm like, the, the first Kiss fan that I met was a cool Kiss fan. <laughs> That's the way to go. So Steve Wright from Potter Than Hell. Thanks for joining us here in the Kiss Room. Have a great night. We're in the Sherman Theater lobby with a live 75.
look, we are here in the lobby of the Sherman Theater having the best time ever. We're back. We got the youngest KISS fan in the house. He's here. He's going to tell us a good story. Now, look, you look like a young guy. What's your name? Bradley. Bradley. And how old are you, Bradley? Five. Now, look, we've been listening to you singing KISS songs here in the lobby all night. Can you sing one for us? Your mom looks super proud. <laughs> Maybe. For right here for us in the KISS room. Bradley, oh, he's looking a little stage fright. We're here live. How about I love it loud? All right, Dad, what do you think? Shy. He's a little shy, but I think we have a future star. We were listening to him sing. How about you sing first and he'll join oh. in? Oh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he does sing can you, can everything. Can you just go, kids. yeah, hey, yeah. No, 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 no. No, he won't sing Mommy's song? Oh, man. <laughs> he usually isn't shy. He sings Kiss all day, every day. We've been day. listening to him. It, it sounds awesome. fantastic. <laughs> So how did you become a KISS fan? Mom and Dad said you're the reason that they came tonight was because you're such a KISS fan. <laughs> what was that? No, no he's going to be shy. Well, look, we're glad to see you here tonight. <laughs> Alive 75 is coming up. You also have Happy Hawthorne and Judas Priestess. It's an all-female Judas Priest tribute band coming right up. You're in the KISS room. If I hear you calling but I can't come home right now Me and the boys are playing And we just can't find the sound Just a few more hours And I'll be right home to you I think I hear them calling Oh Beth, what can I do? So empty that our house just ain't a home. That I'm always somewhere else, and you're always there alone. Just a few more hours, and I'll be right home to you. I think I hear them calling. Oh, Beth, what can I do? What can I do?
And we're back here in the, we're still in the lobby here of the Sherman Theater. Things are really picking up. They're selling 50-50 tickets. People are excited. There's a lot of KISS merchandise. People are wearing all their KISS shirts. And we're back with Joey Jam. What's up, buddy? Hey, man, Matt. How you doing? Fantastic. All right. You know what? I was talking to a friend of mine. You know, I'm, I'm a big Mets fan, Giants fan, Knicks fan, and KISS fan. Okay? So my buddy goes to me, if you have your choice, Giants, Super Bowl, 50-yard line. Knicks, courtside seats, game seven. Game seven, World Series, Mets behind the dugout. Or Kiss, front row. What do you take? I said, Kiss. He looks at me and goes, dude, you've seen Kiss 30 times. Why would you say Kiss? You know why? Because Kiss never has and never will disappoint me. Right. I have left a Met game disappointed. Knicks, Giants. Always leave disappointed because they lose. You leave a you leave a Kiss concert, you're happy, and it's the same thing with Live 75 right here tonight at the Sherman Theater, man. Come on down. And you're in the Kiss room. Ba-boom!
Okay, we are live here in the lobby of the Sherman Theater. You can hear Happy Hawthorne has hit the stage. I'm here with Anthony Porter. Welcome to the Kiss Room. Well, I am glad to be here. I'm having a great time. Everybody who listens to the Kiss Room knows Anthony also from Three Chord Money and of the Kiss Room House Band. I'm so glad you come up with us tonight. We always had a good time cruising up here to the Sherman Theater. So tell us, what, what do you think? What's going on tonight? Well, this is an outstanding um, theater. I've never been here for this. This is awesome. And it's just, you know, I think it sums up what KISS is about, what KISS Alive 75 is about. They're, everyone, they're all coming in, everyone's smiling, talking about having a good time. We just talked to that family, that little boy, he's five years right, old. loves it. And he, he's singing KISS songs in the lobby. I think it really is what sums it up. It's just the fun coming to the event. When you get a chance to look at Alive 75, the stage is so spot on of the KISS Alive stage set that it, it'll blow your mind. I mean, the pictures, I put a picture on my Instagram, looks just like Kiss Alive. So it's a great time so far. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, the Judas Priest female tribute band called Judas Priestess, we heard them at Soundcheck, and the singer is amazing. Everybody goes, oh, who can hit the Rob Halford notes? Well, I heard her do it, so right. that's a real. it's going to be a real good night. And they're coming up next, and you're in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet.
back. We're here in the lobby of the Sherman Theater, and I'm with Mark Vicario. Mark, how are you? Good. Yourself? I'll tell you, we were having the best time. I was just up on stage telling everybody to get involved, be ready for the 50-50 drawing and all the giveaways that we're going to do later. It's going to be just blessed. some 50-50 myself. It's going to be great. We're having the best time. And what I've been doing, everybody, we're getting ready for a Live 75 to come on, but I'm talking to all the KISS Army that are here, and I'm putting everybody on the spot. As the end of the road nears, what are your favorite KISS memories, or can you come up with one right off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, my, my favorite memory... I saw KISS in Tingley Arena in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We left the parking lot and they pulled a chain link fence across <laughs> to stop us from coming in. And they could not stop the KISS Army. We knocked that fence down and sprinted to that arena entrance <laughs> with, with, with no quarter. Nothing could stop us. And man, I saw a kick-ass show that day. You know what, it's funny. It's, it's the great thing about talking to everybody is their different memories. Do you remember what was the first song of the set? Oh, no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> That's fantastic. All. I really don't. Um, it, was, it was a good show. I, and I remember what I was really stoked about was hearing Do You Love Me on that. Right. Um, but no, I don't remember the first song of the set. Well, Mark, thanks for joining us here in the Kiss Room. You're listening to the Kiss Room from the Alive 75 show here at the Sherman Theater.
That's right, we're here live at the Sherman Theater. We got Judas Priestess hitting the stage right now. You can hear them ripping it up, looking amazing, having the best time ever. You're listening to The Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
right. Kiss Army, you're back. We're here in the lobby of the Sherman Theater. We just had Judas Priestess. They were amazing. I'm with Pete Yakabazi. Did I say that right? That's right. See, that's fantastic. If I can get your name, I'm in a good spot. So now, look, we were just talking. I'm having the best time talking to all these Kiss fans that are here in the lobby tonight to see a live 75 coming up next. How'd you get into Kiss? I remember the first time I was at a, a house party and a buddy put on a double platinum. And I heard Cold Gin was the first song that I ever heard by them. And I said, that's some badass rock and roll right there. And I said, Cold Gin, I was in love with it. And, you know, I, I, I had to join up. Right. I had to volunteer, you know. And you became part of the Kiss Army. Volunteer, I love yeah, yeah. Now, do you like Cold Gin? I love, well, <laughs> it's probably not my favorite. I'm more of a beer drinker, but, you know, if it was called Woo! Cold Beer, it would be the yeah, greatest right. song ever written. <laughs> So one thing we've been asking people as, as they've been kind of like thinking about, you know, KISS has announced the end of the road. And they've announced the last show coming in July 2021. And everybody's kind of thinking about it. And I'm putting everybody on the spot. What is your favorite KISS memory? What comes to mind? Don't put a lot of thought. Just well, boom. I remember the time I saw the Psycho Circus tour. And I never saw more explosions, more blood spitting, more fire spitting. And it was just about the most fantastic thing I ever saw. And I was a fan a long time before that, but uh, when I saw that, I said, now this is this is what a rock and roll show should be. Fantastic. You know? Well, Pete, thanks for joining us in the Kiss Room. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Oh
back and we're in the kiss room i'm in the lobby of the sherman theater getting ready to see a live 75 and i'm joined now by jim martin joining us here jim how are you okay great i'm having the best time tonight talking to kiss fans all about how did you discover kiss i discovered kiss when i was around eight years old probably around 1976 uh, i went with my father to a store called melody music in irvington new jersey and i've seen the kiss alive in the, in the bin and I said, can you please buy that for me? He didn't want to, but I, I bought it and that was it right there. So now of course 1976. You know, we have J.R. Smalling come up tonight. Yeah, I've, I've met him a couple He's times. He's gonna do the intro live. You wanted the best, you got it. So now thinking about this, they've announced the final show, July 2021, will be the last Kiss show. Oh. Think about it, I'm gonna put you right on the spot. What are your favorite Kiss memories? Uh, coming here, coming to the very first show in Sussex County with my daughter back in 2014. Fantastic. I was at the very first one, and I really enjoyed that. That's great. So thinking about that, what's your favorite Kiss song? Uh, I got to say, it's, it's, a, it's a tie between Deuce and Nothing to Lose. So you've got Nothing to Lose right here in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
And we are back here in the Sherman Theater lobby. A Live 75 is tearing up the stage right now. But those of you that were here heard Judas Priestess earlier absolutely blowing the roof off the place. Judas Priestess, welcome to the Kiss Room. Thank you. Hey. So go right around, introduce yourself so that everybody knows your voice with your name so that when they hear you answer the question, they're going to know who you are. Welcome to the Kiss Room. Hey, Josette. Josette, welcome. Hi, I'm Melissa Vox, lead vocals. Fantastic, welcome. I'm Gita Gash, bass guitarist. Oh wait, I'm the guitar, I choose the guitar. I'm Hillary Blaze and I'm behind all that fire in the drum set. Which was really fantastic, we had a great time tonight. Now look, what I want everybody to kind of just introduce yourself to the Kiss Room. Josette, guitarist. There we go, good. I'm Raina Sands and I play guitar. So look, you're on fire. I've seen you a couple times here. The show was amazing. Talk about the origins of the band. How do you become the greatest Judas Priest tribute band on the planet? Tell me that. Take a deep breath. I'll tell you, the answer is militia. It's certainly not rehearsal. <laughs> well, everybody's awesome and great musicians, but I think that her vocals are what set the world on fire. Yeah. It was fantastic. So how did you get into it? Uh, into how did I get into the band? Rob <laughs> how did I get into everybody, singing? <laughs> everybody calls Rob Halford the metal guy. He is because the voice and your voice is like that. I would say it might be the metal goddess. Yes, what do you I'm think? going with that. <laughs> I'll tell you, everybody that's here tonight and anybody that has seen you would agree. Now, KK Downing has said you're the best tribute band. Correct? Oh yes, he yeah. said that. And we're, there's a reason. He said why we're he metal's said top tribute. That's right. And he's right. Now, how did you become a singer? I mean, it was amazing. You really did destroy this place tonight, and they loved you. Oh, how did thank you. Get you. Into that? Um, well, you know what? When the I heard the band was forming, I mean, we're already ten years old. We're celebrating our ten-year anniversary. We're doing a ten-year anniversary tour, so this is part of that. But when we started ten years ago, we never imagined it would go on for this long. We were just doing it because it was fun and exciting, and we were trying to make a statement, you know, about women and heavy metal. We wanted to show that women can rock ten times as hard as the guys and mm. make it look good. And you did tonight. It was fantastic. Thank you. Now, so really going around thinking about it, it was a set that was some deep cuts, oh, but yeah. also some of the absolute classic Judas Priest. What oh, are yeah. your favorite songs to play live? If you had to think of in the set list. Tonight? Anything? Any what do you play? What do you play live? What are your favorites? Go right around. I think it's always fascinating. I think I like heavy stuff. So I like Lightning Strike. Um, I, I mean, I like all of it, but Painkiller. I like the heavier songs. They really like make you, you know. And pump up the crowd. Yeah. Absolutely. What's your favorite song? I like Desert Plains. Oh, we didn't do that tonight. I like, <laughs> oh, tonight? Oh, um. Yeah, um, you suggested Hot Rocket. We didn't play that tonight. We didn't play that tonight. <laughs> they didn't play your favorite uh, songs oh, tonight. Yeah. You suggested Grinder. We didn't play that one either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just, I don't know. No, I know. Okay. She, she suggested Rock above. Forever. Nice. And we did play that tonight. <laughs> what about you, Gita? I like Dissident Aggressor. Yeah. Which we, we did not play. We did not play it tonight because we did an abbreviated set. Um, but it is one of our favorite songs to play. We kill it, I must say. And Judas Priest won a Grammy from that song, which is very unusual. Right. We're very proud of Fantastic. being able to cover that one. Yes. That's great. And also, just a little inside information, we may or may not have recently recorded it. Wow. 
So that being said, we'll be releasing some music over the course of the year for our 10 year anniversary. Stuff for you to stream, get off on while you're driving in your car and, uh, you know, dodging speeding tickets and that sort of thing. We just so released uh, Screaming for Vengeance as one of the first cuts to celebrate our decade of American Steel, as we call our 10 year anniversary. So it's available on iTunes, it's available Spotify, Spotify Amazon, Scre Music. Amazon Music, Screaming for Vengeance, Judas Priestess, and that's the first of several releases that will be forthcoming. So I am talking to the amazing Judas Priestess. Somebody tell me now, where can all of our listeners find this music? What are all the socials? What's the website? Turn them on. Go to uh, www.judaspriestess.com. That's where everything is, all the links to our socials, bios, a bit about each band member. Um, hit us up on all of our socials, like individually too. We'd love to hear from you. Love us, hate us, send us all whatever kind of love hate mail you have for us, you know. Dick pics, can you say dick pics? Send us dick pics, send us swap pics, you know. Send us pictures of your dogs and cats. We like that a lot more, probably. Especially, like yeah, yeah. Now send the mic over. What was your favorite song to play? I don't think we got around to you, Hillary. Pain killer! Look at that. Now, if, you were, if you're listening and you weren't awake, now you are. Thank you very much. Now, look, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Diehard Kiss fans know you yeah. from Jade. Yeah, they might, yeah. Now, anybody that was at the New Jersey Kiss Expos, and we're talking, a, you know, maybe a couple years ago, love Jaded. Talk a little bit about that. How do you go from Jaded and that kind of sound into Judas Priestess? Well, it's all heavy, it's all rock, and it's all visual and fun and very high energy. That's actually probably the biggest uh, biggest comparison is high energy. Um, those Kiss Expos, Jada got into that because Richie Rano used to put those on Absolutely, from Stars. Absolutely, sure. And he was awesome. He brought this into the... We had so much fun doing those Expos. And uh, Jaded, uh, we've all kind of got offered other incredible bands. I got to be with these beautiful ladies and rock hard with them. Britt is with Vixen right now. Right. And uh, Laurel and, and hey Brett, shout out! Shout out! My partner in crime. So no, we had a lot of fun doing those expos, and I grew up as a Kiss fan too. So that I always, I really enjoyed that. I remember those. Those were great expos, and that's kind of kind of pre-internet. You know, when you think yeah. about it, like there wasn't like now everything's shared out two seconds later. But at the time, you know, it was kind of like a little bit on the edge of there. I don't think there was even Facebook then. I know I wasn't doing my no. show back then, so it was like you know you'd go and you'd meet all these people, and it was Christmas Day because there'd be all that stuff that you couldn't get. But now you can get it. So that was awesome. So that was that's so pretty much everybody got together out of their love of music. Now I'm going to put Josette on the spot. Now you have, have you have a good kiss story for us because oh, now do? you're going to tell me. Now I, I know from a good source <laughs> that you had worked with Eric Carr. Yes, I did work with Eric Carr. So obviously anybody that listens to my radio show, my podcast. Big fans of Eric Carr. Eric Carr is beloved. Do you have any good stories of Eric Carr that you would share? And talk about, the band was called Harry Carey, right? Yes. So talk about that. <laughs> I'm putting you right on the spot. Uh, there's really not much to say. Okay, not much to say. Give me the one good story. <laughs> you know, Eric, Eric was a great guy. And he treated us great. He was our manager at the time. He put us on SIR, recorded our first demo with him. We set us up at a hotel in the city, worked with him for a short time. And then we parted ways after a while, and we went on to TCI management and booking. But uh, we kept the closeness with him. And one of the last times I saw Eric before he passed was at the when they moved the Ritz right. up to uh, what was it, 48th Street? When they moved the old Ritz up to what was it, Roseland now or something? And he was like, you know, he barely drank, he didn't smoke, 
And it was a, one of the last times before he passed, and he passed on like maybe a few months later after that. But uh, he was a great guy, you know? And uh, there's a lot of things I could say, and I really can't, but... Uh, so everybody usually follows that with wait for my book to come out. <laughs> yes, wait for my book to come out. You Those know, are all the good stories are locked away yeah, in the no, vault somewhere. Okay. No kiss and tell, get it? Uh, <laughs> I can tell you stories about kiss and Eric, but I won't go there right now. Okay, so. well, sometime you'll come back to the kiss room. You'll tell I me all these stories. That. Judas Priestess, I want to thank you for rocking the house. Hey, wait a minute, I have a kiss story but, for you. Tell me, go right again. Oh, I know. <laughs> now, look, here's the funny thing. You were swinging the mic. The way you swing the mic on stage, that's pretty amazing. You look like you really have a good time with it. Because I, I saw you at one point, the mic did hit the deck, and you were laughing yeah, like yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I saw you I lock eyes, and the, the look of really <laughs> kind of joy. Did, yeah. It's nice. It's really nice. Thank so, you. That was now, so funny. One thing, obviously, Rob Halford used to do the whip. And I noticed you do that with the mic cord as well. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. very intentional, this isn't is my it? Whip. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That yeah. really, and I feel like I did that anyway before. Right? Like, yeah, before I started doing this band even. But um, what I wanted to share with you and anyone who's listening, I saw Kiss for the first time in Los Angeles at the old House of Blues on the Sunset Strip. And it was about four years ago, five years okay. ago, something like that. And, like, it was crazy. It was such a Hollywood moment. Like, Carrie Fisher was next to me in the crowd. Wow. Dog, the bounty hunter, and Beth was in the building. It was uh, Mickey Rourke was in the building. I was sitting with downtown Julie Brown and Taylor Dane. Okay, so like, this is the room. more like a dream. It's some crazy <laughs> So I was getting ripped, you know, because it was like my last night in LA and all this kind of stuff. And Kiss took the stage. The kids had actually performed, Jean's kids had performed as well. Right. And Kiss took the stage. And I was amped because I was like, finally some good rock music. You know, they're up there. It was really exciting, all this and that. And then Paul Stanley kept taking breaks to talk. And he was like, honestly, talking about charity stuff was like, <laughs> right. and all of a sudden this one voice comes out of the general area, like the mosh area. And I was like, yo, less talking, more playing. <laughs> and the band is like searching the crowd, like who the hell said that? And I'm like, right here, less talking. More playing, and they're just like, <laughs> and the room is quiet, oh, but it's a full house. Right? All right, and Paul Stanley goes, "Yo, you are loud." No. And I was like, "Word, I want to hear Strutter, I want to hear a Love Gun." I started calling out all these song titles, like how people do to me, and I hate it. Right? And I'm doing it to these guys, these poor bastards. So anyway, there's a video of it circulating on YouTube, and like people have messaged me and been like. Yo, is that you in this video? And I was like, "You're damn I, I right, need it to is." I that. I need to find a chair. Now that's actually that's actually a good point. I'm going to ask you that. When when Kiss tribute bands, I'm very familiar with Kiss tribute bands. Everybody yells out the most obscure song. Like it sure. used to be, people would yell, "Just the boy." What's the most obscure songs that people like Judas Priest fans that they want you to play that you go, "Oh my God!" Like Turbo, there's no Turbo Lover. Turbo Lover. Okay. Lover. Lock in. Now, when we first started this band, yeah, they asked for Freebird. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when we first started this band, we swore we would never play Turbo Lover. No Hasbray Judas Priest. Wow. No, no synth Judas no Priest here. Judas Priest. So, so, that, so Turbo Lover. Watch what else? Health. What else are they yelling out that, like, you say, like, oh, come on? 
No, we just say like. Turbo Lover. What else? What's another song that you're just um, not gonna do? No, that's it. That's the only that's one. That's the one. Yellow, okay, the so crowds pretty reason. good. They, that's they, good. The crowds are good. The they like the heavies. Yeah, right. they, yeah. If you were watching tonight at the end of the show, somebody yelled out, "What the heck? No living after midnight." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Judas Priest has such a rich catalog. I mean, obviously, you're never gonna play everybody's favorite. You didn't play your favorites tonight, right? So it's you know. But, but Judas Priest played when we went to go see them out in Jones Beach, and they came into with Desert Plains. I swear, I felt like I was 16 years old again. I was like, my heart just was just like, ah. I think that's the magic tonight. Everybody that's coming in, I saw a kid, there's a kid about eight years old, he's singing Kiss songs for us earlier. You got people in there that are remembering, I've been interviewing a lot of people, asking them, like, what are their, how'd they get into Kiss and what are their memories? And it always brings a smile on their face. And I think that's the thing that I really enjoy the most at a show like this. The smiles, the energy that you brought to the stage tonight, it was amazing. The show that they're doing right now with the Live 75 is amazing. This is a great fun night. I almost pulled my recorder right off the edge of the table. <laughs> Judas well, Priest accidents is, do happen. I can't thank you yes, enough. It was fantastic. Thanks for giving me hey, your time. Thank you You're for having us. You're in the on Marco Radio with Music and Minds Me.
Kiss Army for tuning into this bonus edition of the Kiss Room. I really do appreciate it. Obviously, thank you to Alive 75 and the Alive 75 crew for letting me be part of the fun up at the Sherman Theater. It's always a blast. Uh, thanks to Happy Hawthorne and Judas Priest, of course, which you just heard, and to really all the Kiss Army members who I had the chance to talk to during this event. It's always nice to actually see you in real life. It's uh, nice to shake people's hands, get a picture, whatever. Uh, I would love it to get more feedback from you if you listen to this episode but you know maybe post it in the facebook group that you liked it or you heard your friend on here or you know if you want to send me a message at the at gmail.com that would be great if you listen if if you just listen to this and you haven't listened to the december edition of the kiss room obviously check that out that one goes into my interview with jr smalling that was also recorded at the sherman theater that night so we had a great time with them so again, thanks to everybody who's listening. A super shout out to the Kiss Room House Band who comes in every month and does things fun here in the studio with us. Uh, really just thanks to everybody in the podcasting community that that is very supportive. Thanks to everybody in the Kiss Army that's so supportive. Thanks to everybody who shares the link every month. I really appreciate it. It helps get the word out. There's a lot of noise and clutter on social media. It's nice when you help me out by sharing it so people know because all the most diehard Kiss fans, that's who's going to want to listen to the Kiss Room. And you're listening to The Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. You have been one hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? I'll tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans, we love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations no but i will say something to anybody out there that's you know the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for don't think it's so weird maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it you just stick to it you'll be weird 